I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Big Little Lies, Season 1, Episode 6, Burning Love. We're at Madeline's, where she records Chloe and Ziggy's self-choreographed dance routine to Popper was a Rolling Stone. Tune. A quick cut sees Jane pulled by the police after a red light jumping incident. Nervous tension grips her face as the officer approaches and she glances down at her purse, which almost certainly hides her gun. She receives a ticket and, somewhat relieved, is allowed on her way. Later at Madeline, she tells her friend the truth that she travelled to confront the man suspected of being a rapist. Madeline blames herself for digging and asks Jane if she took her gun. Jane says no. She asks if there were other potential suspects unearthed after Madeline's Google search, but is advised to leave it and get on with a new life. Perry breaks the news to Celeste that he has another business trip and leaves in the morning. She reminds him that it's opening night for Madeline's play. He asks her to come to Phoenix with him instead of the premiere, but Celeste says no because Madeline would never speak to her again. Abigail reveals that she'll announce her secret project the next day. Nathan and Bonnie are excited to see what she's been up to. She also thanks them for arranging the dinner with Madeline and Ed, declaring it to be pretty cool. Madeline calls Celeste to fill her in on Jane's road trip. Celeste says she'll talk to Jane about it, but Madeline questions how Jane is supposed to relate to someone whose life is so perfect. An irritated Celeste explains that bad things happen to her too. Perry strolls in and begins to kiss her, asking what bad things have ever happened to her. Uh. Jane's asked to pop in to speak to Ziggy's teacher as she drops him off. She's told there's a petition going around calling for Ziggy to be suspended. A furious Jane storms from the classroom and straight into Renata and Gordon. She confronts Renata, suspecting she's behind the petition. Mockingly, Renata asks exactly what she's going to do, so Jane drops her with a punch to the eye. At the coffee shop, Madeline's brought up to speed. She insists Ziggy's a popular child, and a lot of parents are pleased that she decked Renata. Jade admits she had the gun in her purse on a road trip and worries that she's losing grip on her sanity. She explains that she makes up stories to try and convince herself that Ziggy's dad is actually a decent guy. Celeste is back with a counsellor on her own. She talks about how Perry has been overly affectionate to her recently, explaining she gets the power for a time after he hurts her, but that when the bruises fade, a shift occurs. She's asked what it will take for her to leave. When he hurts the children? She recommends Celeste looks into getting an apartment away from Perry as a place to go should she need it. 
Celeste remains in a level of denial and questions the therapist's actions, but is told she also needs to begin documenting the abuse and share what is happening with a close friend, so if and when it goes to court, she has foundations to stand on. Celeste admits she hasn't told anyone because she thinks her self-worth is built upon how others see her. It's drilled home again the importance of telling someone about the abuse, because if she doesn't, the judge will wonder why not. Jane visits Renata to apologise for hitting her. Jane sympathises, believing she understands what Renata is going through as both their kids are being victimised. She mentions that Ziggy saw a psychologist who told her he was a sweet, kind boy. Renata admits that Amabella isn't saying it's Ziggy who's hurting her, and the two reach an understanding and some common ground to move forward from. Perry surprises Celeste by arriving home early from his business trip and makes the premiere of the play. Elsewhere, Ed presents Madeline with a bouquet as congratulations ahead of opening night. Ziggy asks why he can't go to the play, asking is it because the boy puppet puts his penis in the girl puppet, then telling a mildly shocked Jane that Chloe told him and it sounds icky. Mate, it is. Perry compliments Celeste on how she looks as they prepare to leave. He tries to instigate sex, but is pushed away as they have to go. Angry, Perry grabs Celeste from behind, but she pulls a nearby tennis racket and brings a swift backhand down on him hard between the legs, and he crumbles to the floor in agony. Ouch, but yay. There's a standing ovation for the play. Although delighted, Madeline's also concerned about the lack of Celeste's presence. Tori, Joseph's wife, confronts Madeline afterwards, asking if she is the woman he's in love with and that she knows they had an affair 12 months earlier. On the way home, Celeste calls to apologise, explaining that they were at the emergency room as Nathan has a broken urethra. Ouch. Yay. Ed asks why Madeline and him don't have such wild sex. He talks about how couples reach a sexual plateau and that she doesn't like him touching her, suggesting the essence of some happy marriages is the ability to pretend. Madeline just walks away. Nathan's at home practising intensely on his Elvis karaoke performance with the sole objective of beating Ed's song to dust. Bonnie suggests they've got bigger problems to work on before explaining that Abigail's secret project is to auction off her virginity to raise money for Amnesty International. Blimey. Taking her back, Nathan hits the roof and storms off to confront his daughter. Back with Madeline and Ed, she asks if he thinks their marriage is pretend. He explains that they don't pretend to love each other, but that she pretends he's the one for her. She apologises for not being the best wife and begins to talk about a terrible mistake she made, namely the affair, but Ed stops her confession. Nathan is blowing his top about Abigail's now not-so-secret project. Things become heated as he takes a laptop, voices are raised, tempers are high, and then Skye, their youngest, there's another one, screams and brings them to an instant stop as Bonnie runs to comfort her daughter. Celeste and Perry return home from hospital. After the babysitter leaves, Perry tells Celeste she's lucky he didn't kill her. Jane is doing the birds and the bees bit with Ziggy. He asks where his dad is. Jane replies she doesn't know. The next morning, Celeste frantically scours the internet for apartments, finally acting on the advice from the counsellor. Nathan makes amends for losing his temper with his daughter and apologises, saying he's proud of her intentions, but she leaves for school. He blames the liberal Bonnie for this. Renata approaches Jane and suggests a play date for Amabella and Ziggy now that the two mums have rebuilt some bridges. Celeste visits an apartment overlooking the beach and asks if she can return later to spend some time alone in her potential new home. She wanders around seemingly lost in the reality of what's happening. Ed and Madeline arrive at Nathan and Bonnie's for the much-anticipated dinner date. Things are incredibly amiable as friendly small talk fills the air. A toast is made to none of them killing each other. 
Madeline asks when Abigail is joining them and talk turns to the secret project. Nathan awkwardly breaks the news of the auctioned virginity to Madeline and Ed. The pair think Nathan's joking. As it slowly dawns that this is actually real, Madeline suddenly comes over ill and projectile vomits all over the dinner and Bonnie. In between bouts of sickness, she finds time to berate Nathan over Abigail's plan. Celeste tells Perry she's off for dinner with Jane, leaving him at home with the twins. Madeline confronts Abigail. She tells her in no uncertain terms that her body should never be for sale and one day she'll look back and wonder what the hell she was thinking. Abigail asks her what it's like to be perfect, emotional and stressed. Madeline admits to her daughter that she cheated on Ed last year. She's asked if she still loves him and she nods. Celeste isn't with Jane at all. She's spending some alone time at the apartment. Jane's watching Ziggy dance to Papa was a rolling stone. Her delighted smile slowly drops as she realises her son deserves the truth. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know, there may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at PreviousPodcast, or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.